This podcast is part of the Podcast Arcade Network. Welcome to the Covert Nerd Podcast. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Please take a moment and pause this podcast right now and share it with somebody who you would think would enjoy the same topic. Whether it's a family member, friend, coworker, I would really appreciate it. Please go to covertnerd.net for all the previous episodes and the different ways that you can get in touch with me. And without further ado, let's dive right in and nerd it up. So we're back again with another audio commentary with the two towers, Lord of the Rings. So if you missed the first one, go back to the archives. I'll put it in the show notes so that you can go back and listen to the other one. Grab your popcorn, grab your two towers DVD or Blu-ray or digital and, and get started and, and let, it, let us entertain you. <laughs> All right. So I've got Ruth here. Yes, please. Yes, she is a young, Hello. young, huge fan of Lord of the Rings since you were probably six or seven, I assume. No, I think it was younger. Well, okay, so I watched it when I was younger than that. But yeah, around that age, I was like, ooh, cool movie. I like this movie. Exactly. <laughs> Look at all the blood. <laughs> all the violence and all the <laughs> magic and all sorts of stuff. So yeah, yeah it hit all the, the buttons for, for a young six or seven year old Ruth. So we're going to have some fun yeah. going through the movie. Elves and cool fights in it, so. Yeah, exactly. It's good. So, all right. So we might have a little bit of lag. So, uh, indulge us, but, um, we're going to go ahead and hit play on the movie and do that here. Let me get it pulled up. So we'll do three, two, one play and then hit, play on whatever device you're going on whether it's streaming or the dvd or blu-ray like i said so we'll do a countdown three two one hit play so here we go three two one play all right getting our united artist logo or new line cinema or whatever i can't remember now yeah new line cinema jeez <laughs> <laughs> and a fan are you? You don't even know who did the Gosh. movie. Wow. Okay, we're going to have to restart the movie now. Yeah, we're going to have to restart. We can't, we can't start off. <laughs> oh, man. But they uh, wanted Kate Blanchett, Blanchett to do a kind of a summary like she did in the first one. But they decided yeah. not to. They're like, well, if you haven't seen the first one, then you need to go back and watch that first. And watch it. Yeah. So I was like, that's probably that's probably a good idea. You really didn't need her to do a They're summary. Like, we don't need a summary. No, I don't think so. No. Well, I guess when it first came out, it was probably like two hours and two and a half hours. Yeah. But you won't commit yeah. to that long of a movie if like you don't know what's going on. Exactly. And if you're, most of the people that are, have seen this are fans anyway. They've read the books or yeah, they know something of it. So I don't really think it was necessary. But I'm glad they didn't do it. No. Besides, it kind of started back before the first first movie left off anyway with, with uh, Gandalf and the Balrog so yeah I don't think yeah was a with big this deal. little like mm -mm. falling down the pit I'm drinking my V8 to get nice and energized <laughs> energized for the movie I was doing a sound yeah, test my sound exactly I was sound testing earlier, and I was watching a movie that adjusts the sound. And it started yeah. It was supposed to be working. 
And you're like, oh! Gandalf and the Balrog. Best, probably one of the best scenes ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Special effects. Th this movie probably has some of the best combinations of CGI and practical effects. It didn't, oh, yeah. They didn't overdo one over the other. Mm -hmm. And somehow, Gollum still looks great for yes. 2022. I, I don't know. know how that works. <laughs> I don't know how they did that, but it still looks great. Yeah, because you can go watch some older movies, like I would say maybe the original Jurassic Park, and even the Star Wars prequels, it's like, eh, special effects, you kind of tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But this one, yeah, you're right. Like the Belrog? Like, what, yeah. like, why does that still look really good? I know, it's 20 years old. Yeah. yeah. You, would, you could argue and say this was just made Yeah. that bit there with Gandalf and the Belrog. That's a little... <laughs> Yeah. Still. But the actual battle is good. Yeah, the battle of Gandalf and Balrog, man, they hit it. Every step. As close as the book. Yeah. And fans of course, and memes are going. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't get in that argument. No. That's fine. <clears throat> I'm not going to go back and try to find the quotes. So. <laughs> what is it, Mr. Frodo? I mean, that scene's so good, I almost no, don't I want it to end. I'm like, go back. <laughs> go back, go back, wait. What happened? Yeah, this is the movie I've definitely seen the least. Oh, really? So, this is not one that I can quote word for word. On, like, oh, yeah. I, no. I agree. I, always, I watched the I first one. I don't know one. why I always skip this one. I do, too. I agree. I've you watched this one the least. But I yet, think, well, it, it was, I read that this one made yeah. the most money. Or more money than the first one, excuse me. Really? It did. Okay, yeah, because I think Return of the King made the most money. Yeah, yeah, this one made more than gotcha. Fellowship when he turned the game made. The costumes. But I think, uh, well, as a kid, it was because. It was because um, the two towers discs that you had was scratched. So I could never watch that one. Okay. So <laughs> that <laughs> was the main why. reason, but also when I had the choice to watch it, it was like, uh, because I was only mainly interested in the plot Just with uh, Frodo and Sam, and that isn't as prominent in this movie as it is the first and second one. Okay. Or third one. You're so. right. You're right. That's true. Very special, that. Best they were going to... I, I saw this blurb. Aragorn, of course, is coming later, but Nicolas Cage was going to play Aragorn. <laughs> I saw... <laughs> I saw that earlier when I was researching for this, and I was like, yes. no. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want Nicolas Cage playing Aragorn. I think they dodged the bullet on that. I just think Vigo was just mm -hmm. way better. 
Like, can you imagine like this incredible movie with all these incredible actors and then there's just Nicolas Cage? I know. I mean, Nicolas Cage can hold his own. Don't get <laughs> like, me wrong, but this again. Yeah. This movie, like I was talking about, the CGI and practical effects is perfect combination. The casting was yeah. probably perfect. I don't. I can't really think of any character mm -hmm. here that was maybe miscast. I guess you could, for lack of a better word. No. I think that's why it's so good because like they just did such a good job casting every single character like they just play the character so beautifully like so good they do yeah i can't i'm trying to think of somebody that they could have well that one could have been redone or recasted but yeah it's hard i can't really think of anything or anyone the eye. The eye that I didn't know that was not. I thought it was in the book too. Oh, the eye? Or... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, not really. Uh, they re re really yeah. never show him. Well, they never show him in the books. It's, it's always mm -hmm. just kind of a. Like a feeling or just a, mm -hmm. like a, a being a being there we go yeah 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 he didn't have human form or any sort of physical form in this one. Mm -hmm. yes lovely limbas. Lovely. Yeah, limbas were made from Look. some sort of biscuit for the for the movie More. they lovely. were just biscuits made locally by some local people dealing mm -hmm. oh, okay for the props okay. that is Don't usually old the forest. It kind of looks like it, <laughs> it kind of looks like you know those those cans like crescent rolls. <laughs> oh yeah, there it's you like go. Flat. <laughs> Pillsbury crescent rolls, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I mean, I I I was thinking about this earlier. I reading the books and then watching the movies. I like the Sam and Frodo story, but I really <laughs> like the Ents. The Ent stories, the, the the Balrog story, probably just a little bit better mm -hmm. for whatever reason. I, I don't. Yeah. I like I like the other side, the Minas Tirith story. Yeah. For whatever reason, now, I do like when they go to visit Shelob. I guess so. But... Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Well, like in this movie, yeah. Spoilers for a movie that's like twenty years old. Strangely familiar. Uh, this movie there's a little less action, I guess, before. with Frodo and Sam. Yes. They're kind of just like wandering around and they don't know where they're going. <laughs> There's not much that happens. No, you're right. It's, it's definitely a transition. The the action is on the other side with Helm's Deep and Isengard. Mm -hmm. and all. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why I, I like yeah. the other one a little bit. The other story a little bit better than this yeah. one. Here we go. Andy Circus. There he is. They have an audio book that is voiced by Andy Serkis, the Lord of the Rings. He reads the entire book, and it's really good. So if anybody's listening oh, wants to cool. check it out, there's a Lord of the Rings audio book where Andy Serkis reads the whole thing. He does an excellent job. So even though, he, yeah, obviously, he does Smeagol yeah. in the Smeagol voice, but he does the voices of all the other characters in there very well. Mm -hmm. 
So, Smeagol's, so Andy Circus says he based the golem voice, you know, he coughs, off of a hairball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I read that too. <laughs> I thought that was funny. It's season three. Yes. Although I can, I feel for him. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was lemon and onion. Yeah, I had to do it. I had to murder three pirate knife. So you can relate. And I just did that for three hours. I can't imagine doing that in like eight hours. Oh, yeah, over and over and over again. And I assume, I guess I haven't read, but I assume that I had to do it. seen it before. Yeah, they might have. I actually don't know. I'd assume so. There's no way you could mic anybody doing this type of action. Yeah. Release him or I'll cut Smeagol's, obviously, you know, later yeah, on, his eyes. Yeah, when he originally got hired, he was only supposed to... He's like, go ahead. What were you saying oh. about Andy? He was only supposed to be, uh, only supposed to be like, a. Really like a voiceover. But ended up going months and months. Again, another perfect cast. Why are you? Oh yeah, I. If you cut him out, that would have just doesn't work. So again, Peter Jackson got really either lucky or he was just smart on the casting. Yeah. We'll see it later, but you notice that Smeagol's eyes are wide and childlike when he's in the Smeagol, but when he goes to Golem, they get smaller and more aggressive, it's supposed to make him look meaner. So, like, I never noticed that. Yeah, so his eyes are kind of wide, and pupils are bigger, and they're more open, like mm -hmm. a little little kid. But when he switches to Golem, uh -huh. they become more narrow and more mean-looking, more aggressive. There's no promise mm. you can make that I can trust. A little subtle thing that they do to transition between the two personalities. I also just don't know how it would have worked. Like, I don't know if they were originally going to have someone stand in for motion capture, but, like, if they just did this for, like... I wonder if they were just going to do, like, motion capture in a studio instead of actually having someone there. I don't believe you! Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I know they had him, Andy, in a green suit. They just CGI'd around him. So he's actually yeah. doing all this stuff. Well, yeah, because he did all those scenes with them. Yeah, with the green suit on and the just skinned over the, the clothes and the mm -hmm. skin and all that. But again, CGI still looks really good. You know, you can mm -hmm. see it a little bit, but I, again, it's not not very noticeable that it's starting to no. age. Now, I'll give it another 10 years, and I suppose, but... Yes, then it will probably start to age. But also, it's 21 years, or 20, 20 years. 20 I think years it came later. Out in 2002. Yep. 
Yeah. One years old. So that'd be like 2002 watching something from 1982. You could definitely yeah. watch a 1982 movie and notice the difference. Like I'm sure, I'm sure the Hobbit movies, which was like mainly CGI, yeah. those probably don't look great right now. No, no, I, I'd imagine. I've only watched them once, and I'm not yep. planning to watch them again. <laughs> yes, I, yeah, I think I've only watched them once. I watched them. I think I saw them in theater, but I don't think I've seen them since. What did I tell you? I just, they didn't, definitely did not capture my attention like so this much for did. His promises. Most people I've talked to said he did not need three movies. Two would have been plenty. And the bar is high. I mean, after these, uh, you're going to have a tough time yeah. beating this. Yeah, that's why I'm not sure how the. I mean, it might still be good, like Amazon series. But Rings of power, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like it's just like so. I don't know. I think it's like impossible to recapture what they are doing. You can't, you can't recreate it anyway. Because you got, first of all, you got nostalgia. will have his prize. We will deliver all these. All of this planning that went into it, and, I don't know. I think it's gonna be hard to recapture, but maybe they'll, maybe they'll surprise us. Maybe it'll be really maybe. good. It's possible. And I don't know if you heard, but a company uh, forgot My who bought the, the movie rights to Lord water. of the Rings and The Hobbit and all the properties. It's a gaming company out of England. So they're already talking about redoing movies and uh, video games. All sorts of other stuff. So, you might see another set of movies, but I hope they don't. They, yeah, just leave well enough alone. You I think yeah. maybe give it another 10 yeah. or 15 years, maybe. But it's so good. I don't know that you really need another one. You really Not don't. You really don't. <laughs> Not at this point. I think maybe wait. Like I said, 10 more years, maybe we could say, yeah, it's it's been been a while but i don't know i don't even know if 30 years you know away from the original would would be enough just because it's, it's fine yeah you know say there's like nothing really bad like uh they could have like done that better i mean the only thing they could do is like explain more stuff that was probably I wonder if they'll have him in the Rings of Power because they could, and he was around during the second year, so They could. I, some people are very, yeah. <laughs> some people are very against Rings of Power, but I, I'm excited to at least try it. Yeah, I'll watch it. All right, I'll give it a chance. Yeah. I just need to go in with the mindset that I know Come on, give not going to Yeah, sure, sure. And it's not going to have hardly any of these characters, obviously. Galadriel and Elrond. I can think of right off the top of my head. 
again, another yeah, run, great run. cast. <laughs> so Gimli, John Reese Davis, who played Gimli, also did the voices mm -hmm. of Treebeard. They had him yeah. speak into a wooden megaphone to give him that wood sound. Yeah, I didn't really notice that until I. Not idly to the leaves of I read up about it some random time, and then I was yeah. like, "Oh, I wouldn't." Does sound exactly like Jimmy, but it's like lower. Less than a day. Yeah, I wouldn't have got it. <laughs> Come, Gimli. I, I read the story that <laughs> apparently Gimli's actor's finger has been like slightly like chopped off or whatever in some farming accident and so the makeup people gave him like a prosthetic middle finger so that it's like and apparently he like took off the prosthetic and like made it all bloody and showed it oh, the whole oh my gosh i'm so sorry boss like i got an accident strange. <laughs> yes that's awesome they must have had a lot of fun on the set but I can I could totally see someone doing that. I'd do that. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Especially because I think. Yeah, take it off. They're taking the hobbits to Isengard. Yeah. Probably have a, like a lot of waiting time on set. So you know what else are you gonna do? Oh yeah, yeah. Especially in the 2000s when you didn't have phones. Didn't have phones and yep, internet was. Mediocre at best. Who now has the strength to stand against the armies of Isengard? As the and Mordor. Stand against the might of Sauron. And Christopher Sauron. Lee as Saruman. I mean, classic actor. Mm -hmm. Even though that's not the character he wanted to play. Yeah, what, what did he want to play? I forgot. Uh, oh, he did want to be Gandalf. Again, I like, think... I feel like his face is a little too scared for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he can cast him. Loosely based upon Christopher Lee in real life. Drive the back, in his, okay. back in his young days, he was part of the, the British Secret Service, the British forces. So he was kind of a, a pseudo spy. Anyway. He was kind of dashing in there and stuff. So yeah, James Bond is loosely based on Christopher Lee. That's cool. I want them armed and ready to march for yeah. two weeks. But my lord, there are too many. They cannot all be armed in time. We don't have the means. Build the dam, block the street, work the furnaces, like day. We don't have enough fuel to feed the fire. The forest of Fangorn lies on our doorstep. Burn it. Yeah. So they had the orcs. If you look at some of the orcs, the Rukai, they're, you probably read this, their skin is kind of faded and their hair is matted. It's to show that the, the inbreeding that, that Saruman did was causing them to die earlier. For Saruman. And to, okay, yeah. to degenerate. The and to dissolve, whatever you want they to say. They drove your people into their hills yeah. to stop 
Bucks are living off rocks. So the magic's going to signify that the magic that he used was Take very back the lands they stole from you. We have only to remove those who oppose us. It will begin in the Rohan. All right. Too long have these peasants stood against you. Sure. But no more. Oh, I think this scene here, the kids. I think you might, maybe you found this one. The kids here that are getting on the horse. Yeah, there we go. The, the Peter Jackson kids, yeah. Billy Jackson and Katie Jackson. Those two are Peter Jackson. Oh, wait, those are his kids? Yeah. I definitely thought they were just like two random kids. No, I guess they're his kids. I didn't know that. Easy way to get extra cast members. There you go. Get your family down there. Yep. And then Peter Jackson is in uh, Helm's Deep scene. Yeah, he's the one that like throws a spear. Yeah, yeah, throws a spear at an attack. Oh, hun. In the first movie, he's like in he's ready to the fall. town eating a carrot. Yeah. He's throwing a spear. I forget what he he's in the third movie. Yeah, I don't know. Good question. I guess we'll figure it out when we get there. Yeah, exactly. We'll get to it. So this. Find the king's son. So this movie was nominated for the only Best Picture Oscar nominee that year to be nominated for Best Sound, Editing, and Best Special Effects or Best Visual Effects. Oh. Hmm. I know. I know this one also Mordor got nominated for. for this. It was one. These orcs are not from Mordor. I think it won the award for Best Picture. But it was it was really different at the time because it was one of the only sequels that's ever been nominated. I think it was one of the three one best picture. Okay. Which apparently it Maybe it didn't win best picture. I think it got nominated. No, I think, yeah. Yeah, so I read a blurb that all three of them got nominated, but only Return of the King won. And it's the okay. only movie trilogy ever to get all three nominated. Because, you know, usually the first one is good, and the second one is and eh, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, true, true. This is the only movie to have all three get nominated and actually win. Here we get introduced to Rohan or the Rohirrim. Mm hmm. Ambushed by orcs. Don't Carl Urban. Trivia. All this trivia oh, is like really hard or really easy. That, oh, okay. Well, throw one out. Well, let's give it a try. Saruman, the white feather, is your friend and ally. And the guy, again, excellent casting. Carl Urban as Aomer, then Wormtongue. Uh, Orcs are roaming his name, freely across like John, I think Yes. Unchecked. Unchallenged, mm -hmm. killing at will. Orcs bearing the white hand of Sauron. Yeah. Do you lay these troubles on me? Oh, Urban, he's in The Boys. Do you not see 
Wait, what's that movie? I don't think I've. Oh, it's, is that something it's new on coming out? Amazon. Yeah. Ah. Very violent. <laughs> Definitely not PG 13. Like How long is it since Sarma? <laughs> what was the promised price, Quinlan? When all the men are dead, you will take your share of the treasure. Aowen was so happy to see Liv Taylor on the set because she's like, oh, finally, we have another woman on set. Another woman, yeah. yeah. I'm sure that's that, because even like all the extras, I think, were guys too. Yeah. Too much. They well, had some two. of them. They did have some. They couldn't get enough writers. Yeah. I, I saw that. They couldn't get enough women. women to ride horses too because they said everybody that owns a horse come to the, the set on you know, such and such a day. Yeah, couldn't get enough men put beards on the women. That's awesome. It comes with a king. We signed this beards on all of them, yeah. Brad Dora, that's who's worked on. Rohan, the, or the people of Rohan, actually came from the north. Oh my gosh, like they know this too easy. Keep breathing. Watch the key. Breathe. Oh. They run as if the very whips of their masters were behind them. Trivia is too easy or too hard. Wi-Fi is being yeah. That's okay, mine is We're too. Not no Either my computer or the Wi-Fi. Get a fire going! So there's never more, we were talking about the split of Talk about the split of practical effects and the, the CGI. Mm -hmm. There's never more than a hundred Urukai yeah. on the screen at the same time. The rest of them are all CGI'd. Oh, really? Yeah. Those practical effects, of course, has its limit. Oh, yeah. And like you can't having more than a hundred is like I don't think you can have that many extras in an area and like Stop wrangle them all in. Yeah, we are not try to direct them all and tell them to do this. Are you ready for the scene that um everyone talks about oh, where name. Yo breaks his toe? Oh yeah. Yes. That is definitely well-known <laughs> lore. Everybody got oh, pretty yeah. seriously That's injured like, on this movie. What about their legs? They oh, yeah. Knows. It's like that. Oh, then, like, they look tasty. Um, or then, like, Yep. Yeah. The prisoners go to Sarabon. 
alive. Yep. Why alive? I know a lot of directors like this scene with the orcs. They like to film at night because they don't have to be quite as detailed with the sets and the costumes because you're not going to see them. Oh, and you probably read that all the people playing orcs had to gargle licorice-flavored mouthwash. It's black. They have black blood and black saliva. So before all of these scenes, they had to drink gargle of the licorice-flavored I'm not a licorice man. Yeah. Not me. I'll pass. The Bangbone Forest was the eastmost survivor of the immense forest that spanned much of the Westlands. So it went all the way almost to the coast back in the day, back in the first and second days. But a lot of it was destroyed by the Numenorians and Sauron during the second In the books, of course, they talk about Saruman and the walking card game called way back in the day called the Middle Earth the Wizards but then they had one called Middle Earth the White Hand and it's kind of like a Magic the Gathering type game and one of the expansions was called Middle Earth the White Hand I have it I don't have the White Hand it's very hard to get oh yeah so this scene did it all in one take. Yeah, they had like three or four cameras. Yeah. The whole scene in one take. Three or four cameras, and then later on when Gandalf calls the horse. No, you're right. You have to like, really plan it out. What know, business? Like the elf, a man, and a dwarf having the riddle mark. Which is why you don't need to redo Speak it. Quickly. <laughs> give me your name, Hoster. Yeah. I shall give you mine. So when the riders of Rohan come to Aragorn for the first time, Aramir pulls himself up on his horse. After offering the companions mm -hmm. the other horses, you can see his sword fall out in the extended edition. Head. So let's watch. So when he gets up on his horse and says, you can have these three, his sword falls out. So see if you can see it. Yeah, all of this in one shot. I'm Aragorn, son of Aragorn. Gimli, son of Gloin, and Legolas. I feel like that would, if I was an actor, that would stress me out. friends of Rohan. Like, this whole thing in one shot. Well, I'm sure they were assuming they were going to have to do it multiple times, but... They yeah, were able to true. do it. You know, Peter Jackson, after watching it, was like, this is fine. <laughs> we don't need to redo this. Yeah. 
Saruman has poisoned the mind of the king and claimed lordship over his lands. My company are those loyal to Rohan. For that, we are banished. Now watch for the gauntlets on Aragorn's hands. Those are the Boromir's. He, walks here and there. he took the bracers off of him. Oh, okay. He died. And he's wearing him in the Return of the King, too. And everywhere spies can cast out We are no spies. Back a party of Urukai westward across the plain. Let's improve our friends' case. The Uruks are destroyed. We slaughtered the new. But there were two hobbits. Did you see two hobbits with them? So if you watch all of these films back to back, it takes you 681 minutes. 11 hours and 21 minutes to watch. <laughs> Only 11 hours. So if you start in the morning, you know, around 8 in the morning, you'll be done by yeah. about 7 at night. So, you know, that's a good day. Here we go. See, I've never, I've never done that. I've never sat down and watched all three of them at the same time. Back to back to back. Back to back. I think I've gotten like for through the first two, but like awesome. I never got to the last. Okay, so let's watch. These horses. Watch they when Aomar gets on his horse if his sword falls out. We'll see. Hope they cut to it. Look for your friends. Oh. But do not trust. I didn't see it. Oh wait, you don't see it. Wait. I didn't see it. Did the internet lie to us? I'm off. guessing. <laughs> no. This is the extended edition. So. Maybe they or maybe if you looked in the scarab, maybe his, his sword isn't in the scarab. Maybe. maybe I just didn't catch it. it was, this is probably from the people that watch the movie frame by frame. So if you're going frame by frame, because there's people that do that, and I'm not dissing those people, but yeah. I'm just not going to go frame by frame. I'm sorry. I don't got that kind of time. Yeah. But if you want to do it, more power to you. Do you think those people have a, think those people have a burn permit to do that? <laughs> Did you get a burn permit from Theodon to do this? Yeah. Yeah. Violating the code of Rohan. Plus, I don't. Uh, you should definitely have a, a permit for a burn burning human corpses, orc corp, orc corpses. There, there you go. Yeah! Broken foot, broken toe. Yeah, there was. Now see, there was a cut there. Toes. I think he broke two toes. Uh, there was a cut there, so I assume <laughs> when he was on his knees yelling, that was later. <laughs> or maybe he, maybe he. Yeah. Worked through it. I don't know. So yeah, the Rohan, the people yeah, I of Rohan. Like, I feel like Vigo would just like finish he'd, it. He'd finish it, yeah. Yeah, the people of Rohan immigrated there about 500 years ago. Before this. Aragorn's tracking skills. Their bonds were cut. <laughs> I know. He's unrealistic tracking. Aragorn, of course. <laughs> that scene always scared me as a child. Oh, walking under the horse? Yeah, yeah. you can just like walk under the horse. 
That makes sense, I guess. But yeah. You don't want to be under the horse. Let's go bad real quick. Or behind with it. Okay, so the Rohirrim are the men of Rohan related to the Edain men from the First Age that helped fight against Morgoth, Sauron's master. Okay. Treebeard, of course, we know. We just said hello, and like the next day, yeah. took them all day yeah. to, to say you're not orcs. We decided you're not yeah. orcs. Oh yeah. The tree beard took between 24 and 48 hours for frame to Wow. So for scenes where he interacts with Mary. Yeah, her frame. So the scenes where he interacts with Mary and Pippin, it's actually a 14-foot-tall puppet built on a wheel. Tree. Weta took urethane molds of tree bark and applied them to the sculpted tree beard to create his wooden skin. So Mary, Dominique and Billy, who played Mary and Pippin, sat on bicycle seats concealed in Treebeard's hands to avoid discomfort. And we're left alone on sitting or on the set, sitting on the puppet's hands during breaks. The puppet was shot against a blue screen. Wait, were they just like sitting there while everyone else was just going on yes. the break? Yeah. Oh my God. So during lunch breaks or you know meal breaks, the other cast members and crew members would bring them food. And they just sat, so they didn't have to get up. They didn't want to have to get up and down, because I guess it was a hassle to get up and down. Oh, okay. the, the giant puppet. That's funny. Sounds like all mischief to me. They come with fire. They come with axes. Gnawing, biting, breaking, hacking, burning. John, the guy that does Destroyers and usurpers curse them. Sounds so scary. Maybe you are, maybe you aren't. So Treebeard is described along with Tom Bombadil as the oldest being in the world. Him and Bombadil are the oldest. Are the oldest? 
Some people don't were unhappy that they brought Gandalf back. But I don't know, it works. Yeah. I mean, it's annoying because it's one of those, you know, like film fake out. Yes. But I don't think I don't think the story really would have worked as well without him. No. And that's what they did in the books, so he's led us into a swamp. Yeah. People would have especially been mad if they didn't follow the book oh, yeah. <laughs> in that way. Tolkien fans are just like any other super fans. They, they take mm -hmm. it pretty serious. Here we see the dead marshes. Dead marshes took 11,000 sandbags were used to construct the dead marshes. Wow. So they just built a, a wall. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. when they pan out, obviously that's not a set. But when they're yeah. you know, walking through, that's they just made a giant, basically pool. Ew, that was probably and, disgusting. And built like this marshlands. Like sitting there for a few days while they're filming all those scenes. Yep. Made it nice and realistic. Disgusting it did. water. <laughs> Nasty stinking water. Yeah. The dead marshes are. The dead elves and men who fought Sauron during the first first battle. Mm. That's where that mm. came yeah, from. Just slurping up that worm like a spaghetti. Yes. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. Protein. <laughs> so it was called the Battle of Daggerland. Daggerland. D a g o r l a d. Fought Sauron. This is like time. a battlefield. Yes, it's a battlefield. Okay. For some reason, the spirits are still there. They'll starve that Good riddance. Okay. Some have speculated that the description of the dead marshes may have been based on Tolkien's personal experience during World War I. I could see that. Specifically, the Battle of Somi, when it rained, blast. Crater, okay, when it rained, blast craters in no man's land would be a series of pools and lakes with bodies of dead soldiers from side from both sides floating in them. Oh, okay. Interesting. Makes sense. Alright, do you want another trivia question? Yes. Okay. Don't touch me. What were the three colors? Of banners directly behind Theoden's throne. Three colors? Ooh. Yeah. They're more. Uh, well, actually, no, they're not. I was going to say they're more prominent colors, but one of them isn't. <laughs> okay, so one is white, I know. Mm, right? Incorrect. Incorrect. At least, at okay. least in this one, the, that's not one of the colors. Huh. There are dead yeah, things. Girl. There's three of them, you said? Dead faces, yeah. water. Hmm, is it green? One of them. Nope. I'm really well off. Okay, go ahead and tell me then. Okay. Red, black, and blue. Black and blue. Huh. Mm -hmm. Wow. attention. Gosh. You said red, black, and blue? Yeah. Yes. Yes. They'll say 
when they pan back, we'll have to check, double check, because I felt like I felt like there was green. That's what I thought. Maybe... It was always green because it was green with a white horse. Yeah. Flag, but you know they might have something different in the throne room. Yeah. Maybe. Well, the question is, is it talking about the books or the movies? Oh, good point. Probably the movies, I would guess. Probably, right? I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing. So the dead bodies here are made of polyurethane molds that they put underwater. Well, they definitely do do the job of looking oh, yeah. creepy. Especially that part when you open the yeah. door. Yeah, this is a real marsh that they created. So again, practical effects. Mm-hmm. I think in the book, Gollum, the reason he knew not to touch him is he tried to touch one of the bodies and then got sucked in with their spirit. So Two Towers is the only Lord of the Rings movie where Frodo does not put on the ring. Oh, but you're right. Gollum, Mr. Frodo, are you all right? I thought he did, but maybe he doesn't. Because when the, the Nazgul flies above him here, but I think he gets tempted to put it on. Yeah, I think he gets tempted, but he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't actually put it on. I like the scene where he's talking with himself and stuff. Again, perfect casting. Who are you? Wasn't business. Gandalf told me you were one of the rare hairball. Every cat off of the hairball, and you can call him Gollum. Gollum. He said your life was a sad story. They do not see what lies ahead when sun has failed and moon is dead. You are not so very Fox different from a hobbit once. <laughs> He's only allowed to talk and rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you're in a cave for like hundreds of years or whatever. Exactly. Talking Not to hundreds yourself. of years. But a long time. A long time. It's your name once, wasn't it? <clears throat> a long time ago. Like on how the Grinch stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. I'm talking in rhyme. <laughs> now, see, even the close up on Colum still looks detailed and skinned uh, <laughs> and <laughs> black riders Two towers, there's a very nice little mob. 
classic movie, The Wizard of Oz, in the movie, Leo, the Tin Man, and the Scarecrow are led to the Witcher's Fortress, where they see an army marching through the gate. And they steal uniforms and get class. dragons are using here are distant cousin but much weaker much smaller than smog but they never in the book or in the movie they say where where they got the dragons from blood <laughs> But as far as in always, fairness, they the books focus mainly on the western part of Middle Earth, not the eastern. Yeah. Memory. And anger. <laughs> okay, I also read this fun fact that apparently Andy, who plays Gollum, uh, based his addiction on the ring as someone who is going through withdrawals with heroin. Heroin, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Probably fairly accurate. Mm-hmm. Waking up the trees. Teaching them to speak. Uh, Gimli's afraid. What are they saying? <laughs> what do trees have to talk about? <laughs> Except the consistency of squirrel droppings. Aragorn not no endless. There you go. Only allowed to speak in Elvish. Mm. It's the only way you're allowed to communicate with each other. Yeah. The white wizard approaches. You know I can speak. You this side of the story is much more interesting. True. Books he already had. Because, like, the movies had been something, like, the only thing I really knew of Lord of the Rings for so long, so figuring yeah, out all the stuff the that of two the books hobbies. had done that was way different than the was, like, fine. Have you ever gotten through all of them yet? I've gone through most of Two Towers. Because the problem is, first of all, they're really long. Yes. Even in audiobook form. But a lot of times, like, I'll take a break from it, and then I'll forget where I am, um. and then I'll just restart it. But what I need to do is just, like, buy them, and then just, like, 
have some kind of app that will keep my place and then I'll know I'll yeah. know what's going on. Because I'm always trying to get that like free version and then yeah. yeah. I just need to buy them because I'll obviously Saruman. listen to them for like the rest of my life. So it'll be it'll be a good investment. Oh, the good investment. So you have to get yeah. maybe the Andy Circus version. Yeah, see there you go, that'll be fun. Yes. Fire. <clears throat> and water. From the lowest dungeon to the highest peak, I've fought him in the power of Orcus. I threw down my enemy and smote his ruin upon the mountains. Mm -hmm. How there were older things below there. Hint towards something more mysterious. Darkness took me. Kazad is the name of dwarves. Every day was as short as a life age of the earth. Oh, you want to you want a really easy question? Okay. I felt life. Which two hobbits does Gollum meet up with in this movie? I've been sent oh, back. I know it's yeah, a hard one. It's a hard one. Oh. <laughs> oh. That was a hard one. I don't know it how was. you got that. Yes. Owley, yeah. So Owley was the creator of the dwarves. Dwarves are Kazid okay. in their own tongue, so their name for themselves are called Kazid. Get off the gray. Short in stature, that often friendly name. with hobbits, and suspicious of elves. I am Gandalf the White. Yeah, bringing Gandalf and I back. Come back is, to you now. That was, you, you can't really not the bring turn back. of the tide. One stage of your journey is over, another begins. We must travel to Edoras with all speed. Edoras? That is no short distance. We hear of trouble, Rohan. It goes ill with the king. Gandalf yes, is part of easily cured. The then we have run all this way for nothing. Order of the wizards. Are we to leave those poor hobbits here in this horrid, dark, oh, dying tree infested? Originally, Saruman, Gandalf, Radagast, Alatar, and Alando. The blue, the two blue wizards. Who went chance, east. So remember, I was talking about. There's a lot more further east. Great power. So. The theory is years. that those two went east. The coming of many and Pippin kind of will be like native, the falling of small stones and stuff. Or they prevented people from joining Sauron, possibly. In one thing you have not Nobody changed. Ever sees them again. They you still don't speak in riddles. Okay. <laughs> well, you have yeah. Saruman the white, the Gandalf the gray, Radagast the brown, and then the two blues. Are any of the other wizards the really talked about? Obviously, Radagast is. Yeah. So in the bush. Yeah, and then in the hobbit strong. movies. But yeah. But like the blue oh, wizards. Good. The blue wizards Stop are never mentioned. In the book. They just mentioned that there was hmm. five wizards. Not in the Lord of the Rings, but he is. They are mentioned in some other ancillary books that Tolkien wrote. Very little about him. Oh, here we go. So yeah, when he calls for Shadowfax, he does that. Does that in one, one take. I bet Tolkien just wanted like a, a nice number, so he just chose five, and then yeah. like I don't have time to write the other two. Yes. The other wizards. 
exactly. So they were, yeah, Alatar and Palando, also known as Ilithrim Luin, the Blue Wizards, went into the east and to the south and do not appear in any of the main tales of the Shadowfax is the line of the Nehar. Presumably was with him when sailing for the Valley home. Lies deep in the forest near the roots of the mountain. Okay, Nehar. Legendary huntsman, one of the Valar. Okay. That's why you would enjoy this magical tool. It's one of my own compositions. Yeah, bicycle seats. <laughs> so yeah, in the, I guess in the hands, when he's carrying him in the hands, there's bicycle seats in there they can sit on. Of CGI and practical really? still works. You look at Treebeard on this and it looks fine. Oh, yeah. What I also thought was interesting in the books is that I feel like in the movies, it's kind of, you kind of get the feeling that Gandalf and Aragorn met at the beginning of Fellowship. But in the movies, apparently they had showed each other for like a really long time. Not so much yes. Oh yeah, yeah. He'd been there at uh, with Aron, Elrond. Yeah. And in the books, he's like, "Oh, don't worry, don't worry, guys. Like he does stuff like this all the time." Yeah. It's okay. I've known this guy for years. 
Well, in the books, they talk about Aragorn being in the, in the army with Theoden's father. Rohan must have oh, okay. 40 to 50 years earlier under a different name. King's mind is enslaved. So he knew King Theoden when he was just a kid. Theoden is now very strong. That's weird. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I fought with your father, and now, like, your father's gone, or way older, and now you're, like, an adult. But I'm yeah. still basically the same. Same age. So in the books, he talks about, so he fought in battles in Rohan, and then he went down to the Harid, remember where the Oliphants come from? He fought in a battle. Yeah, Oliphants. He fought in some battles down there. He also we went further east into a place called Rune, R-H-U-N, where it says in the books the, the stars are strange. That's where supposedly the blue wizards went, Do not but nobody really knows for sure. But he's well-traveled. Yeah. 87, so he's only had 65 years to wander around. Doesn't get any better than you know. Oh, here we go. This is about, yeah. This was a set, or this was a miniature, I, mean, and I think. It does... Yeah. And it is, it does have like a green. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like Wizard of Oz. Now that they pointed out, now I'm like, oh yeah, this is Wizard yeah, of Oz. Yeah, no, I can definitely see it now. So yeah, this is just a miniature Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
whatever he does, we just do. Yeah. Because really good at it. I think I saw a note about that his sword, the guy that trained him to do the sword sword play, said he was one of the best guys he ever trained. He's just good. Yeah. He just whatever he touches, not a problem. Let's do this. Yeah. It's fine. No problem. Like, I can learn this in a week. Oh, yeah. Some people practice well, for years. Well, you had to learn that, like, the first day you was on the set, you took that freaking sword fight. Yeah, that's true. Can you imagine Nicolas Cage? I don't know. My only context of Nicolas Cage is, um... I don't even need selfish cloaks, Lord. She was on the revolver there. National no, treasure. No, no, no. Yeah, that's like my yes. only like frame of reference. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just imagine that on yeah. as Aragorn. Again, yeah. That's like, bye. You guys dodged the bullet there. Yeah. Okay, so it was Olympic fencer Bob Anderson that choreographed the fight scenes in Lord of the Rings. Anderson, who has trained professional fencers and also did choreography. Why haven't you spoken to this before? Because Master did not ask. He's up to something. Are you saying there's another way into Mordor? Yes. There's a curse. And some stairs. Another good scene. So this, mm -hmm. this scene's pretty good. So. Yeah. Well, I think while filming this scene, I watched him behind the that you know comes with the disc and yep. apparently Andy grabbed Sean and like ripped off his wig because he was like so aggressive with like, grabbing Oh yeah, when he pulls him behind the rock, yeah. Yeah, he like ripped off. It's been his true wig. to his words. And Ouch. I remember like Sean just looked like really, really mad. He like grabbed his wig and stood up and walked away. <laughs> He's like, I the just can't me. say anything. <laughs> yeah. If I talk now, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah. Sean seems like someone, especially in this setting, that would be like very like, I'm here to get things done and I'm not here to get around. Yeah, I don't have time for shenanigans. Yeah. Even though it was probably a complete accident, he just happened to. Oh yeah. Grab him wrong, you know. He's trying to get into character. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. This is what it was. So. The only trilogy to have all three movies nominated for the top Hello? 100 greatest movies of all time by the American Film Institute. Okay, that's what it was. Okay. Where's he gone? I had the loveliest dream last night. It was this large barrel. Oh, Andy Serkis did the voice of the three orcs arguing with each other at the Fangorn camp scene. He did the voices for all I'd three of them. i anything for a whiff of old Toby. Wow. Again, they're just using some of the the, the cast on the set to do a lot of the, the voice acting. There it is again. It's not right here. Not right at all. <laughs> you just said something. No. Trish. No, I didn't. I was just stretching. I feel like that's that's also why this movie is, these movies are really organic because like 
a lot of the stuff. The cast and crew was like fully involved in everything. It wasn't just like than me. You're a producer, and that's all you're gonna do. And everyone knows I'm the tall one. So they gave him multiple jobs to do. I think that helped a lot to get them into the movie a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, they really I'm wanted this to seven. turn out because uh, everyone had worked so hard on it. When they spent a whole yes. year together, like nonstop filming. Yeah, exactly. That probably helped too. <laughs> and it helps it come in on budget. So I'm guessing Peter Jackson is just a really, and I've heard it, he's just a really good director. So people want yeah. to do a good job for him. Mary, go on, go on, drink it. Mary! No, Trivium said, Trivium said that you should never do something. He said, you could move it in. What's happening? Because he comes like singing along. <laughs> yep. Away with you. You should not be waking. Eat earth, dig deep. Drink water. Go to sleep. Away with you. Come. The forest is waking up. It isn't safe. Not. It wasn't creepier. It was old. It was how Bombadil the I just read this fact that apparently, so you know, the scene where, you know, breaks yep. there's like a severed head on a stick. Yep. And apparently for the TV version, the orc head was hidden by a helmet, so then you couldn't see it. Oh. Okay. For the kiddos. Yeah. Back in the day, they would do what's called a TV take. So they would do a scene and then the director would shout TV take so they would redo the scene with no swear words or you know no blood or something like that. So yeah, that's very common back in the seventies and eighties. Oh I'm sorry. How did they die? Yep. There you go. <laughs> it makes because they would always show them on TV, so they had to bring down the PG thirteen down to PG. Don't suppose you've seen wives in the Shire. That makes sense. Can't say that I have. That'd be easy, I, I assume. You? I mean, it's pretty late, so either they slapped a what helmet it on like? it and just reshot it, yeah. had it on file, or knowing that it would be on the networks, or they just CGI'd a helmet yeah. on top of the head. Yeah. But they might still do TV takes nowadays. I don't know. They, with yeah. streaming services and all sorts of things. I, don't, I think that's kind of thing in the past. Yeah. But Edward that makes sense. I mean, this movie actually is really clean. It's just the violence is definitely there. But oh, wait, okay. King of okay, so there's red and blue. That kind of looks green, though. That flag kind of looks green Something and not black. Something told the King of is now very strong. It does. So yeah, it was yeah, mm -hmm. red, red and gold and white. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's why I was like, there's He's white. Dead. So whoever yeah. did that's wrong. <laughs> of course, <laughs> what did, did you say? Wrong. You said black. Uh, blue, black, and red. Uh, 
Uh, they're colorblind. <laughs> there's there's multiple flags back there, but maybe the scene they're looking at is different. I, I guess, maybe. but the scene we just saw is like, no, that's be careful what you say. There's white, green. Do not look for welcome. I, I always yeah. remember. I know that was in the book. Green and white was the, one of the primary colors for the Roman, the Roman hero. So I also read that. I don't know if you said this earlier. The guy who played Wormtongue had to shave off his eyebrows like five different times because he had five different filming blocks. Oh, oh yeah. I think I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have to come back and do reshoots and stuff later. So yeah. that's probably why. It's okay. I've shaved parts of my eyebrow. It, it comes back too quickly, actually. It comes back a lot more fast, faster than you think it would. Like still walking around for still walking around for two months, three months, whatever, with no eyebrows. Like, what's wrong with you, man? Yeah. I guess I didn't even pay attention that he doesn't have any eyebrows. I didn't really notice that. Watches in the night. Because like even when you shave your eyebrows, like the shape of your eyebrows is still kind of still there. Yeah. The walls of your bower closing in about you. to trample some. Wormtongue would look weird with uh, eyebrows, though. That's true. So fair. Give that guy some mascara or something. Yeah. <laughs> draw, that, draw that in. Like a morning, pale spring still plays the winter's chill. So Brad. Yeah, Brad Dorif. See the flag. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that's definitely, like, it's just like a dark green. It is. But they were wrong. We can say that. <laughs> Also, apparently that flag just ripped off while they were filming. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. But it's some that. nice symbolism there. It like, worked. The, the, so he the grabs the flag and brings it. Yeah, I think he grabs the flag and doesn't do that. Dude, that's definitely green. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That works. Yeah, I didn't know that was unplanned. I thought that was planned. And I wonder how long it took for him to build that set. Well, that might be CGI, I guess. And even in a higher resolution, I don't know that you can really notice the set pieces. You've seen some movies from the 80s and 90s that they high res up to 4K and you can really notice the yeah, yeah. But so far, this one, even at high res, still looks really good. Yeah. But, you know, even in this time, they were still filming at, I would assume, 1080. They might have been filming in 4K because I know all of the directors try to film in the highest resolution at that time and this at this time it 4k might have been around but it would have been very new yeah 
They may have filmed this in 4K. But even filming at 1080, I mean, obviously still had to have really good makeup and, mm -hmm. and props and stuff like that. I love this bit. You would not part an old man from his Oh my gosh, like, and he's holding on to Legolas' arm, too, like, he yeah. can't walk. <laughs> Pretending like he can hardly walk. That's awesome. What uh... a good ruse. Okay, so see behind, yeah, you're, oh, behind him. They're right, there is a, it's blue and red behind the throne room. Yep. Yeah, those colors are right. Okay. So you're looking, but all three of them are there, so. Yeah. The blue, of your hall or uh, is white, less red, and gold, yeah. Mm -hmm. You're right, all three of them are there. It's not welcome. Why should Apparently, I welcome his you? His makeup took four to five hours and every time to put on. Wow. Make him look all old. Just oh, question, yeah. my liege. Late is the hour. Okay, so 4K cameras to didn't appear. come out till 2005. So, so this wasn't filmed in 4K. Ill news, new guest. Be silent. Keep your full tongue behind your teeth. I have not passed through fire and death to bandy crooked words with a witless world. Stop. I told you to Head with the axe. <laughs> I will release you with the spell. <laughs> you have no power here, Gandalf the Grey. See, that's me when I go outside during the summer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I can't name any of them, but he has a very familiar face. Okay, Titanic. Yeah. Oh. I know 
Breathe the free air again. Fingers would remember their old strength better if they grasped your soul. That's pretty cool sword, I'm not gonna it lie. It is, yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you can buy replicas of these. Oh, yes. Okay, so you can get the fighting knives at Lake See, if I was like stupid rich, those are the kind of things I would buy. You have on your wall. You can also yeah, get the helm. So you can Ooh. get the the helm that Sauron wears at the beginning of the first movie. You can get that for 189. You can get Gandalf's Okay, so sting on there. King Theoden's sword, 219. No way, it has to be sure. something out there. It's probably something out there. Yeah, so $219 mm. would get used King Theoden's sword. Arsil, I'm getting Arsil. Two hundred dollars. It can be yours. It could be yours. Simple price. <laughs> Sting replicas. I wonder if any of them glow. <laughs> <laughs> it might. I just have it glow at night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Well, okay, it's a smaller version. $155. Oh, okay. Replica. Wow. Only... Oh, phone. Never mind. $20 for a phone replica. Oh. That's okay. If you're going to do it, you do it right. I want one metal. I want a real one. Yeah. You get like an aluminum version for 100 bucks. Not bad. Get Narsal, Narsal replica for two hundred and twenty-five. It looks like if you're gonna get a decent one, you're gonna spend two hundred bucks. Legend of Zelda Master yeah. Sword for ninety-nine. There you go. I would also buy that. Can't mix genres. Symbol <laughs> 
No. Let's see. They have to, they have to have their own dedicated areas. That's what we Never should do. We should watch the, the old 1990s Legend of Zelda cartoon. Oh my gosh. I've only watched <laughs> like the first episode. Oh, so you've watched it, huh? Yeah, not, not very much, but... Be mine. Young okay, so this sword's 29 inches. Stainless steel blade. But I should live. Yeah, only 100 bucks. I mean, that's not horrible. Of my house. Doable. Mm -hmm. So did you know that apparently um, Ian McKellen had to wear a prosthetic nose when he played Gandalf? He did? Really? They wanted him with a bigger nose? <laughs> I mean, in the books they talk about he had a, a big nose he and a giant hat. Yeah. Spirit yeah, I had no idea. I honestly thought that that was his real nose. Oh, I get. I didn't even know. He did an excellent job on the, on the nose. <laughs> excellent nose job. Apparently, they had <laughs> had a good nose job. Yeah. Although apparently he didn't really like it because he knew that I was gonna have to apply for a full filming. Uh, every day you gotta come in and get the stupid. Nose. Like that's why that's why I thought it was his real nose. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, this yeah. just looks like his nose. I had no warning. I, I, if you wouldn't have they said that, I wouldn't even noticed. Now the wild men are moving through the Westfold, burning as they go. Cotton tree. There is Mama. Oh, so this is but a taste of the terror that All the more oh, potent. Yeah. She's famous. <laughs> yeah. You look at a, you look at a picture right of Ian McKellen now, and the nose is almost identical. So I'm away from your room. You must have just made it like a tiny uh, bit bigger. Slightly different. Fight. You have two thousand good men riding north as apparently. The nose wouldn't reflect light properly. His men will so return go, and fight go for back their in and color correct. It will be 300 <laughs> leagues from here oh, really? by now. <laughs> oh, imagine. You imagine having yeah. to go through frame by frame by frame and just touch up us. his nose because he's in. I know what it is you want at least. But I will not bring further death to my people. That is crazy. I will not risk open war. Yeah. Open At least war it all worked out with Gimli's prosthetics. But you would risk it on He had to wear like a whole, whole face of prosthetics. That's true. Ian McKellen can't complain. When last <laughs> I looked, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. John, especially since not Aragorn was king of Yeah, Roma. and John was like allergic to the prosthetics too. Yes. Like whatever could go wrong went wrong. <laughs> then what is the king's decision? With John. Yeah. And Orlando, he just had to wear some ears, and so Vigo didn't really have to wear any. By order of the king, think, the city nice. must empty. We make for the refuge of Helm's Deep. Do not burden yourself with treasures. Take only what provisions you need. Helm's Deep. I think that's a they wig. to the mountains when they should stand and fight. Who will defend them if not the king? He's only doing what he thinks is best for his people. Yeah. Well, do you think Vigo? Vigo's hair is. There is no way out. That's not a wig, I don't think. Theoden is walking into a trap. He thinks he's leading him to safety. I think Vigo wore a wig. I don't know. I think so. 
I'm gonna look it up. Okay. I forget. It's, so hard. it's, it's hard to say. They, it's does wigs, yeah. wigs these days, or even then, are exceptionally well. The people of Rohan will need you. The defenses have to hold. There's usually concealed a little wig line sometimes. A gray pilgrim. Yeah, pretty much everybody had to wear a wig, and that's all he had to wear then. Orlando, a wig and ears. Set after they got oh, done filming. Breaker. His name is Breaker. Oh. It was my cousin's horse. Okay. Breaker. You now my skinnage. I've heard of the magic of elves, but did not look for it in a ranger from the north. Like how they don't even, she doesn't even know about the I was raised in Rivendell. But I suppose it's been 3,000 years. Yeah. Well, there isn't, I was say, there wasn't very many enough. of them, right? He's like one of the only ones. Yeah, there was. Well, now, of course, the stage. Watch What's here he in a second when Grima his yeah, he uh, has a sheds a tear. One of the I guess Brad, the guy that plays mm -hmm. Grima, can do that on command. Cloth Some yeah. people can do that. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's a Peter Jackson. Oh, yes, he's talking about the rings with emerald eyes. Yeah, one devouring, Ooh. the other. That's the ring of Bahir. Yep, flowers. there it is. The ring of Barai. 
Gandalf Greyhaven thinks he has found Isildur's heir. The lost king. Okay, so the Ring of Bower here is a silver ring. The line was broken years ago. Given to Bower here by the Elven King Finron Felagun. The world of men shall fall. Way back in the days of. Bring my horse. Galaladril. Yeah. So, Finrod This is not a defeat. Was born. See, he we will return. The brother. He's the brother of Galaladril. There we go. We will That's return. Oh, okay. It was given to him and then passed down. So, that ring is probably six to 7,000 years old. Mm -hmm. See, that's I cool. that's the one thing I'm excited for for the power is that so much of like the the world that Tolkien built goes over my head because there's not much like reference or like I'm a I'm a very visual learner so if there's no like women if in this country learned long ago movie, it's hard for those me without to, swords like, could still remember die. it. Yeah. So yeah. it'd be nice yeah. to like know, know more about the world that isn't just like name dropping all these people that like I don't have any like frame of reference for. You're like I have no idea. <laughs> yes. Exactly. That's yeah, why. Yeah, like history class. Like I need, I need like something like visual and like that I can apply. So the ring was passed down to an ancestor to Elrond's brother Elros. Who brought it to Numenor, and then it went to one of the kings of Numenor, which was passed to Elendale, which would have been Isildur's father. We'll see, now we're getting closer and closer. Given to Isildur, okay, yeah, and then eventually gets to like that. Yeah, maybe the Rings of Power will explore. Might as well throw that ring in there because it was on Eden will not stay at Edoras. He's vulnerable. He knows this. He will expect an attack on the city. They will flee to Helm's Deep, the great fortress of Rohan. So another interesting thing road from the movies is that apparently in um, Aragorn's costume design, you know, he has that big black jacket that he always wears. Will have yes. Um, and children. Apparently, the costume designer made the sleeves like look like they're detachable. So that Send it out your wild rifles. You know, Whoever did the sets and the costumes, they just did an excellent oh. job. Call them names. Run them down mm -hmm. all the time. They're just thinking of those little things that I feel like most of the time people don't take the so time to put is, into Mr. their Farrell. movies. There's yeah, not left in yeah. him but lies. Well thought seat. out. The ring he wants. Yeah. Well, he cares well and I feel like it helps because no I think a lot of the people did. involved in the movie still had did. read these books. And oh, yeah. Dedicated to them to help and himself. wanted to make sure that this was a well thought out movie. 
Well, they've mentioned multiple times that people had copies of the books just nearby to reference. Like, okay, what is yeah. Sam yeah. supposed to do in this scene? Okay, well, pull out the book. Let's find out. How's he supposed to talk? Mm -hmm. Where is you he supposed to stand? You know, different things Nothing. like that. Becoming a heroine. You barely enemy. sleep. <laughs> it's taking hold of you, Mr. Frodo. Sam's having intervention. You have to fight it. I know what I have to do, Sam. Yeah. The ring is entrusted to Johnny me. Really needs to go to it's therapy. my task. <laughs> Mine. My own. How do you hear yourself? Don't you know who you sound like? like? Back how the ring does take over. That is pretty cool. I like that. Good little plot twist. Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, it's also like really well built up because it has so much time in like the three movies. Yes. You need three movies. To Makes do it more this satisfying. One. Oh yeah. Yeah, this one actually needed three movies. Yeah, the Hobbit didn't need three. If you're gonna do three, do hour and a half movies, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. See how he's... I don't even know how long they are. Way too long, probably. Too long. So watch his eyes as he's talking to himself, as he switches. See, the pupils are different. See, they're thin. And they go big. All right, so famous last words here from Theoden. I like on their shields, the orc shields, the hand was upside down. <laughs> but that's because they have their their shields upside down, killing up the side there. Yep. See, Theoden, you shouldn't have said that. Yeah, you're just asking for it at that point. <laughs> I like the inclusion, though, of the gunpowder. It really reflects on the books. Yeah. Because... In the books, they talk about, at least in The Hobbit, how golf was invented by hitting a, the head of a goblin <laughs> that was named Golfin or something like that. And that's where the, uh -huh. the game golf came up. So these little things in the, the origin of leprechauns were actually hobbits, a short person uh... living, in a, living in a hole or a short person with lots of gold was referring yeah. to Bilbo. Bilbo, yeah. And then the reference to gunpowder here. Look at that guy flying in the air. Wow. See that that body, the orc or goblin, I don't know what, or orc or elf, I don't orc, know what it yeah, was. Yeah, he's an orc. Flying I was guessing it was that guy who ran in there to set the bomb off. Oh, there you go. Probably, yes. Yep, you're probably right. Oh, it stopped raining. I just realized that. Oh, Where's the right. rain, guys? Yeah, you're right. I didn't catch that. <laughs> I assumed it rained the whole time. Yeah. But no, you're right. It stopped raining all of a sudden. I feel like this part, they always look like little bugs. Like little like beetle bugs. They do. All their shields are on top Insects. of them. Insects. <laughs> yep. Again, excellent costumes. Mm -hmm. and the set designs. And 
Oh, yeah. There's Peter Jackson. There he is. Oh, you're right. Yep. <laughs> For two whole seconds. For two whole seconds. Now, have you watched this in 4K? I wonder how it holds up going to, watching it in 4K. I think I've watched it in like high resolution, like Blu-ray, but I don't think I've ever watched this in 4K. Okay. Neither have I. I've only watched it in yeah. 1080. Yeah. I think so that's I'm, the highest quality I've watched it in. I'm wondering but how I feel it like holds it up. Might, yeah, I feel like it might look a little weird in that resolution because it wasn't like filmed in that resolution. Yes, when they upscale it. Oh, wow. You could kind of tell in that scene, that one, that one didn't age so well. Yeah. Where Aragorn's yeah. in front of the, the elves there. Okay. Well, there's like, there's some slow motion scenes where you're like, ooh. <laughs> ooh, yeah. They were trying some, maybe trying some new things, but it didn't, it didn't age great. So maybe you have to take back our earlier comments about it ages just fine. It's like, well, yeah. okay. There, some action scenes don't age great. Yeah. And some interactions with the CGI definitely don't age great. Maybe it was just my nostalgia goggles getting in the way. Yeah, the see? Action. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like saying that uh, old school Super Friends or He-Man in the 80s was was great. And then you watch it now, you're like, oh, this isn't so yeah. great. You're like, oh, well. Oh, uh, well. I mean, overall, it's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but now now you can, start, you can start seeing some like, ooh, that, that yeah. looked a little rough. Yeah. But I will still watch these movies religiously like every few months. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In <laughs> fairness, it is 20 years old and it still yeah still holds up very well because probably 20 years ago it was not in 1080. It was probably in 720 yeah. typically. So you do have to take that in account for the fact that it wasn't a high resolution. You're seeing it now. Yeah. So I imagine that scene that we caught there. If you watch that in 4K, it's going to look a little rough. Oh, gosh. All those really rough CGI scenes in 4K. Yeah. The thing is, we like everything in high resolution 4K, but, man, if you're a director or producer, that takes a lot of extra work because now you yeah. have to be, your makeup artists have to be spot on. Mm -hmm. your, your, the costumes and the people that are doing the set designs they have to be even more careful yeah everything needs to be a lot more detailed yes because at least with like live theater you can get away with stuff not looking that good because everyone's far away but not Correct. this yes yeah everybody's 60 70 feet away when you're on stage mm -hmm. and it's dark or well, it depends on yeah. the lighting, I guess. If you have good lighting, or sometimes it will get washed out. Your little mistake. Yes. I assume this Helm's Deep scene is partially miniature and then partially an actual set. And it looks like there was some CGI, like when they're on the flats area there where the wall blew up. That you can tell most yeah. of that is CGI'd. This guy, this guy dies, doesn't he? Yep. He's the one that in Fellowship was the one that found Gimli there. 
We could have heard oh, you right. a mile away or whatever. Heard <laughs> you were you breathing, breathing so loud, I could have shot you shot in the you dark. In the dark, yes. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Hal there. Yeah, they did a good job with the soundtrack, too. I, I guess I should find out who did the soundtrack for this. Mm, that's true. Whoever it is, they've made some iconic themes. Yes. I know some people still listen to it religiously. Oh, yeah. The, the soundtrack. Let's see. Soundtrack for Lord of the Rings movie. I don't think it was John Williams, but for some reason... I had John Williams in my head, but I don't think that was it. Howard Shore. Mm. Composed, orchestrated, conducted, and produced by Howard Shore. Yep. Oh, so he did all of it. Yeah. 230 to 400 musicians. Wow. Wow. That's impressive. I wonder how long it took to record all of that stuff. Oh my gosh, it had to be insane. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. I mean, there's three 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 hour movies. Mm-hmm. Score became the most successful of Short's career, earning him three Oscars, two Golden Globes, and three Grammys. Wow. I bet a lot of people don't have very many of those, or that many no, of those. not that many. Mm -mm. Let's see. What else did he do? Overview. I'm trying to see how long it took. I bet you. Did he do? Didn't he do? Did he do Star Wars too? Or am I making that up? Uh, no, that maybe that been, was someone else. That's John so. Williams. Is is oh, the one that okay. did. He did John Williams, of course, very famous. He did the Star Wars, yeah. Indiana Jones, Jaws. Yeah, because he did those at like all around the same time, right? Yeah, all eighties, seventies, and he actually did John Williams did the prequels too, and I think even some of the sequels. Mm -hmm. So John Williams, Lord of the Rings. Oh, he did the Hobbit soundtrack too. Oh, so, wow! But we don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Aragorn just threw Gimli. Just an update for what's happening. Dorf, Dorf Tossin. So yeah. <laughs> if, if you look up Dr. Demento and Dorf Tossing on YouTube, mm -hmm. you'll see an old Dr. Demento was kind of the Weird Al Yankovic before Weird Al. He did a lot of parody uh -huh. songs on the radio. And there's a song called Dorf Tossin in there. And every time I see that, <laughs> I think of that song. So fire that. up your your YouTubes and go look up Dwarf Toss and Dr. Demento. It's a funny, funny little parody. Don't throw no, dwarfs. I, always, I don't throw dwarfs. I always appreciate, or I guess I appreciate throughout all these movies, how well they differentiate all the different like species and like cultures in the world. Uh-huh. Like each each like land of the elves looks different. Each like orcs and goblins and all that stuff are like their clothes, their costumes differently. So at least you can visually tell, even if you don't know what they are or where they're from, you can visually tell that they're from like a different certain place. 
Yeah. Yeah, because I I've watched a series where they don't do that and they have all these different cultures and stuff and you have no idea what's going on because you think that they're all the same people and they don't really explain it. Because like even if they're not explaining it, at least they're visually um, making it different for the audience. Well, yeah, you have to because you have to assume that some people watching this have not read the books. Yeah, exactly. So you have to easily be able to, for the the common person, I guess, the non-fan, mm-hmm. to easily watch it and be able to understand yeah. exactly who the villain is and who the villain isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes... I always love, like, all the costume design they put into shows and stuff, like how certain characters only wear, like, certain colors or yes. they try and go against it with, like, good guy, bad guy on how they dress them and that kind of stuff. So as a good director or producer, I guess I don't, I'm not sure who does what, but yeah, you also have the mix of the costumes and the look, but then you also have the music has to follow it. So when a mm-hmm. villain is on screen, you have to change the music to more darker music. Yeah. So it's, it all works together, but you're right. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to quickly be able to tell who the villain is. Yeah. Who the hero is. No, that's always my favorite thing to point out in like TV shows, like Smallville. If you've seen that, yeah, Superman is always dressed up in either blue or red. Ah, okay. Yeah, he's very rarely not in blue or red. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, well, and there's sense. like a ton that's of shows his, like that. That's his iconic where only colors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you look at some of the orcs. If they do close ups mm-hmm. of their face and their you can see that the orcs have fillings. Oh really? So, <laughs> so the dental work from the cast members. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Oh orcs need to go to the dentist too. Yeah, they have they, they have, gotta get their teeth. They have dental issues as well. <laughs> yeah. They get a chip tooth every once in a while. <laughs> I like I love the int storyline. It's one of the more fun storylines. Oh yeah. See where are they taking where is he taking Frodo? Is he taking him back to his back father? To Gondor. Yeah. 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 He's going to take him back to Gondor. But here, when they take him, take them to Osgiliath, mm-hmm. I think Sam says, we're not even supposed to be here. It's a shout out yeah. to the fans that say that that's not actually in the story. <laughs> in the book. In the book. That yeah. Is. They, never, they never go to Osgiliath. This is John Rames, Gimli again, doing his mm-hmm. voice. What I was wondering is how he didn't know all this was going on. See, exactly. Like, I feel like he would have made some ruckus or something. <laughs> yes. Somebody pointed out the Ents refusing to fight in the war is a major plot hole. 
It ignores yeah. the fact that the Ents knew that everything was happening on the borders of Fangorn. Yeah. But, and they're literally right where Saruman is. However, you could say it took the Ents so long to make a decision or that during that time, Saruman was cutting the trees down. So you, it still it doesn't fix the plot at all completely, but it does oh, yeah. at least allow a little wiggle room. You know, they were there for days trying to decide if the if the hobbits were orcs or not. Yeah. So you, you could kind of make a little bit of a case about that. So later on here, when they destroy the dam and drown some of the orcs, there's one of the ints has an orc in his hand, and the, when they break the mm -hmm. dam, he just throws the orc into the water. <laughs> and then also, when the int yanks the wood and iron from the base of the dam, water sprays mm -hmm. out of the loosened stonework, but the sprays look like and behave like water squirting out of a scale model. So oh my you God. can tell it's so kind of a model. Yeah, so you can kind of tell it was a model. Yeah, and I think I think I read something about later. You know how that little it has like his head on fire. Yes. Apparently, but, I think in some versions they took that out because Peter Jackson thought that would scare the kids. Oh, really? No, he puts his puts his head out in the water stream if I remember correctly. Yeah. I wonder if they fixed it so then like he puts the water out so then the kids were like, oh my gosh, he's on fire and he's, he's gonna fire. die. <laughs> yeah, well, that would make sense. I think in the book they said several ints got burned. I don't know that any of them mm -hmm. died, but they got injured because they were on fire. Huh. So... Here's a little bit of a plot hole. As Faramir's party mm. is called back to Asgiliath, they stop on a, a ridge looking toward the city. In the distance, mm -hmm. you can see Minas Tirith, which is west of Asgiliath. Therefore, the party is on the eastern side of the Anduin. Once they reach the city, the men of Gondor mention that Mordor's forces have taken the eastern half of the city. So how is Faramir's part? How did they get to the western side if they use the sewer that Faramir sends Frodo and Sam into later? So yeah, they they got confused. <laughs> How did he get on the west side without getting yeah. getting across? Oh, that's funny. Doesn't matter. They just got there. Yeah, don't ask. That's probably one of those millions of last minute changes they did for the script. Yes. Huh. So here, as he's in Osgiliath, if you watch. Mm -hmm. Frodo and Sam, the chain around Frodo's neck with the ring is repeatedly switched between being caught on one of his buttons and hanging freely. <laughs> so you have to watch here. I love how they make Frodo look all drugged out. I know. Oh yeah. Also watch the leaf brooches on them. They they mm -hmm. change direction. Sometimes they're pointing right, sometimes they're pointing left. 
little mm, things, that really but, pleasant scream yes but it's understandable how is everybody going to remember all these because because the costumes are so detailed yeah so many little things yeah no i always like finding that those little things in movies the classic in star wars of the stormtrooper hitting his head on the on the <laughs> walking that's in that's a good one yeah that's a good one <laughs> i don't know how many times i watched that movie and never yeah. saw that i probably saw it 20 times before, before i happened to it. catch that online well and then you can't unsee it like yes like, oh, exactly oh, oh. <laughs> exactly you can't unsee it once you see it And then later in the book, Gimli comes back to Helm's Deep and creates a new Dwarven kingdom. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, is that what he does after the ring is destroyed? Yeah, the glittering cave. So remember how, well, I guess it depends on what part of the book you've read or listened to. Mm -hmm. They make a deal, Gimli and Legolos, that after they're done, then... Gimli has to come back to Fangorn Forest and explore it with him. Mm -hmm. and, and Gimli says, if you agree to come back to the caves at Helm's Deep, then then I'll, I'll agree to it. And they do. And he shows him the glitter. They call it the glittering caves. Oh, okay. Helm's Deep. I guess it was had lots of crystals and looked very beautiful. And, and so that's the agreement Gimli and Legolas make. Mm-hmm. I know they go to the Undying Lands together. Yes, so Gimli is the first dwarf to ever go to the Undying Lands or Valinor. Oh. Yeah, so he was Gimli becomes the Lord of glitter, the Glittering Caves. Mm. Yeah, there's Hel Helm Hammerhand. Yeah, that's the the one that created Helm's Deep. So the dwarves of Erebor, which is where, remember in The Hobbit, that's uh, his cousins come to the Glittering Caves and help establish a kingdom there. I think when Gandalf shows up here, I think Aelmore was supposed to be with him, but mm -hmm. his actor was sick that day or something. I remember seeing something or reading something about that. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. So Gandalf shows up. Oh. oh, no. Wait, Dad, I didn't know. You didn't <laughs> tell me that. I've never watched this movie. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, earlier, here's another goof. So remember the, the Rukai that was carrying the torch to light the black powder? So right before mm -hmm. he goes in, you sh Legolo shoots him with two arrows. But when he dives into the mm -hmm. drain, he has no arrows. Oh. Oh, wait, there's Aeromir. So no, I was wrong. Yeah, Gandalf has friends with him. Maybe it was in the theatrical version that Aeromir wasn't there. 
I, yeah. I know there was something about yeah, that it. That would make sense. Yeah, because they had to do yeah, a I reshoot. I haven't had watched. To do a reshoot. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched theatrical enough to know the difference between the two. I, exactly. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> so, so, I mean, there are some there are some things that I can be like, oh, that scene wasn't there. I yeah, I couldn't tell you anymore. I it's been again, I haven't watched the theatrical version since I watched it in the movies. Yeah. In the theaters. I watch it if I just want a quick little quick little hint of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I don't feel version. like watching the full thing. A shorter yeah. version. Because it is shorter, so it's a bit it more is. manageable. It's definitely if you wanna just like sit down and watch it in one sitting. It's probably what, twenty to twenty five minutes less? Easily. Uh, yeah, something like that. It's, it's definitely significant. Yeah. <laughs> I love orcs just being kicked around, literally. Yeah, and smushed. <laughs> smushed and smashed. See, I think it's just the lighting of the CGI characters that really takes you out of it. Maybe that's it. Because they're just like, they're not like lit correctly for the scene. I think that's too what dark. Like makes it kind of weird. Yeah, well, like like this scene, the ints look like they're just like a little too vibrant and like too uh, brightly. Okay. But I don't yeah. know. I yeah. don't know anything about CGI, but. Yeah, that, that could be the lighting's a little bit off. That, that might be accurate. Oh yeah, you can tell that's miniature. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Yep. See, he just threw the orc into the water. That's funny. <laughs> it's going for a swim. Yes. I like how Peter Jackson thought that you know, like this part wouldn't scare the kids, where like all the orcs are falling in there, but like the part with the int with the head on fire, like that's gonna scare the kids. There is. That's gonna the... get them. Well, there is in the community, the rating community about bodies being on fire and stuff. Um, that that is that moves it up a level on. Okay. Bat, on a Batman movie called Under the Red Hood, they had a scene mm -hmm. where a guy was on fire, and they said, "Oh, we can't have that. If we put that in there, <laughs> it's going to make it rated R." And oh. Also in Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith, when Anakin's on fire, that's what put it over to PG thirteen. They said. Oh. If they wouldn't have had that, it would have been PG, they said. So evidently having a live person on fire on, on screen fire. moves it. Yeah. Oh, this isn't it. Oh, you can tell that's miniaturized. They just CGI'd the orcs on it. Yeah. Now that I'm watching it and with more of a a different eye, you can kind of start seeing some of this stuff. Yeah. Okay, so his pendant is turned to the left. As you're facing him, let's see if it turns to the right on any other cutscenes. Oh, the the leaf pendant. Yeah. Oh, that switches. I thought his ring. Both, both the ring and oh. the pendant switch. Well, I'm guessing they probably had to do reshoots, because I know for like this whole scene, they like rewrote like Sam's speech and stuff. So they probably did a bunch of reshoots for this part. Yeah. Oh yeah. They came in later, I'm sure. And had to do reshoots. Well, so far I haven't noticed it on. Maybe it was an earlier scene before I read that. 
that his ring moved from buttons to non not on the buttons. Faramir coming in with a save <laughs> for the win. Oh, yeah, so the face-off that we just saw between the Nazgul is a serious plot hole, too. The whole point of the quest of the Fellowship was to leave Sauron in doubt about the whereabouts of the ring. Huh, that's oh. a good point. Uh, yeah, well, now he kind of knows. Well, okay. Well, not really, because that's not a plot hole. That, that This person's wrong, because he put the ring on accidentally at the prancing pony so he yeah, knew the ring true. had been found but i guess what he's saying here is that he didn't know exactly where it was where it was yeah yeah he knew yeah, it was in the it, shire yeah but it's in gondor okay yeah Oh, still pointing in the right direction. <laughs> so the trees that catch the orcs here later are called Hurons. They're kind of not full ends, but not full trees. They're kind of the oh, less intelligent. Yeah, less intelligent. Oh, ends. okay. Less, I guess less evolved, for lack of a better word. So they weren't full ends, but they weren't full trees either. Mm-hmm. And they're called Hurons. H-U-R-O-N. They're so convenient that everything floods. So that yes. you can just take out all the fires. Worked perfectly. Very smart. Yes. There, see, has the different eyes again. Mm-hmm. Because he's Smeagol. Smeagol this time. Now, see, Smeagol looks very, still very detailed, and mm -hmm. you can't really tell the CGI. I mean, you know it's CGI, but it's... Still looks good, I guess. You could tell a lot of work went into his uh, yeah character. So unlike some of those other scenes at Helm's Deep, it's it's very difficult yeah. to tell, or it doesn't look rough, I guess.
Yeah, so here's the, the Hurons. Mm-hmm. Which is in the book. I just realized he has like a dragon on his helmet. You oh. see that? Okay. Like down on the center Aero, of his helmet. On Aeromir's? Yeah. Helm? Oh, okay. I don't know if that's one of their symbols or anything. I thought theirs was the horse, but I'll have to look again oh. and see. Maybe it was a horse, but it looked like a dragon. Because they are the horse lords. Mm. Oh, yeah, here's the counting. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Oh, I just found this thing that apparently the main door of Helm's Deep was so heavy and built so well that the battery ram couldn't knock it down. Nice. So they had, so they had like several bit. shots where they were trying to get it through. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I like his first instinct is to look up towards the sky for where the apples came from. <laughs> yes, see where they come from. Like apples are going to fall from the sky. There we go. I don't know the how South all those vegetables stayed fresh. Yeah. They were serious for like almost the entire movie and then they just went back to their shenanigans. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so he gives them the sewer to go east. That mm. doesn't make sense if they're already no. on, Yeah. How did they get to the west side? Because <laughs> he would just say, go back the way we came. 
they'd already gotten on the west side. Maybe maybe the tunnel just magically goes back the way they came. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, so here's the scene where the brooches face the wrong way. Oh, okay. They probably just broke for so. lunch and then just put it on the wrong way. Yeah, probably. I remember when I was younger, I used to get I used to get Eowyn and or Arwen and uh, Galadriel confused because oh. they were two like tall, pretty blonde ladies, and I thought they were the same character. Oh yeah. Well, little awesome. little did I know they are two separate characters. Yes. I was like, oh, she's just like chilling with the humans for a little bit and just helping hanging, them out. Hanging with the humans. Hanging with the humans. Is that a Middle Earth sitcom? Hanging with the humans. Hanging with the humans. <laughs> a modern day Galadriel's living in New York City with her friend human oh my friends gosh. hanging with the humans. Galadriel walks in and like the laugh track starts going. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The <laughs> 80s laugh track. Yes. Yeah. And the really quirky intro with all the characters. Uh-huh. Yep. With the theme song and stuff like that. Yeah. Galadriel is that mom who's like really sassy and then she's married to some guy who like doesn't yeah. really know what he's doing. The, the dorky dad. dad. Yeah, the yeah. dorky dad. And she's trying to navigate <laughs> urban life, being a mom, career woman, urban life. all that. <laughs> Can you, Galadriel, that would be amazing just seeing yes. her try and navigate. All the shenanigans that goes on, trying <laughs> to understand everything. Why can't we just use magic? <laughs> These leaves are still pointing the right direction, so it must have just been one scene. Yeah. Imagine a lot of these scenes, they take a, a picture of them before they change costumes or, you know, end, yeah. of the day, end of the day shoot. Especially if they know they're going to do I the don't scene. know. Don't you remember that? Have you ever watched the behind the scenes of Return of the King? Uh-uh. Oh, so for the final scene, they had to reshoot it several times because, like, it was either, like, costume mishaps or, like it was out of focus or whatever kind of thing. They had to reshoot it like five or six times. 
Oh man. Something like that. Not five or six, but maybe like three or four. Enough to be very annoying. Oh yeah. Good old Andy Circus. Yeah. I wonder it must have been a lot of wear and tear to constantly like bend over and crawl like that all day long. Oh, yeah, you knees would get sore, you would think. And yeah, in your back and ugh. Yes. He's probably very stiff by the end of the day. I yeah. There, you can have a golem moment. Like, no, no, no. I shouldn't eat this cake. <laughs> yes, yes, you should. <laughs> yeah. But you deserve it. You deserve the cake. <laughs> no, no. Mustn't. No, no. You mustn't. You mustn't. <laughs> oh, okay. So I just read this thing that. One of the original concept drawings for Gollum showed him having skeletal nostrils for a nose. So he would oh. he would have looked like uh, Voldemort. Oh yeah. The the Voldemort, Voldemort a pre Voldemort before Voldemort. Yeah. Well, I guess Harry Potter's going on around this time too. So. Yeah. Although I don't I can't, I wouldn't be able to take that seriously. I can't take Voldemort seriously. Like I can't look too closely at him. <laughs> Without laughing. Yeah, because I'm like, I just can't. <laughs> the no nose, and it just looks so weird. Well, you've seen the meme on TV, of course, the or on on internet with Voldemort couldn't even conquer a, a school, but Sauron could conquer yeah. an entire region. <laughs> <laughs> He's a better bad guy. So after he doesn't watching, even have a nose. Exactly. So after <laughs> watching Two Towers. And now Fellowship, I think we already discussed. You said Fellowship is better or not. Yeah, I enjoy Fellowship more. But I think that's, I think it's because I like, like, the whole setup of the movie where it shows, like, the fun of, like, Bilbo's party and you're, like, introduced to all these, like, bright-eyed characters and then they get thrown into, like, this quest. So. Sure. Yeah, because it has like the fun building of the world and characters, and then it also has like action. So it's more world building and it's progression more, of the story. Yeah, it's more and I appreciate that world building. That's like my favorite part of anything is like good world building. Yes, yeah, kind of a little bit of the backstory and yeah, building of the characters and, mm -hmm. and all of that. Yeah, I agree. Plus, you have the Balrog. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> all right well hopefully if you're listening to this later you enjoyed the commentary we'll try to i'll put a link in the show notes for the previous one and hopefully we can do another one and finish Ooh, out the series and get all three done in 11 hours or whatever however yes. many hours it takes to to get it to get it all done so all right all right well thank you everybody for listening and we'll, until next time nerd it up Bye. Bye.